Sefer Shmot, Parshat V'yakel, on being wise-hearted. In Parshat V'yakel, or and he assembled, Moshe gathers all the Israelites and gives them instructions for building the Mishkan, the tabernacle, God's traveling dwelling place. Effectively, the entire Torah portion is devoted to this task. And we learn quickly that it's one that requires a wise heart. In Exodus 35, Moshe tells us, V'chol chacham leiv b'chem yavou v'yasu et kol Adonai. And let every wise-hearted man among you come and make all that the Lord has commanded. These references to the wise-hearted show up over and over again in this Parsha. Chapter 35 continues. And all the women that were wise-hearted spun with their hands and brought what they had spun, the blue and the purple, the scarlet and the fine linen. And all the women whose heart stirred them, stirred them up in wisdom spun the goat's hair. And then chapter 36 begins, and Betzalel and Oholiab shall work. And every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to perform all the work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord has commanded. The context of this chacham leif, this phrase indicates that being wise-hearted means having some kind of God-given talent for a certain type of job. The Talmud takes this position in Masechet Shabbat, in Tractate Shabbat, teaching that the wisdom the women needed to spin goat's hair was greater than the wisdom and ability the women needed for spinning wool. Rashi comments on the goat's hair spinning. This required extraordinary skill for they spun it from off the backs of the goats while it was still on the living animals. However, a more spiritual way we can look at being a chacham leiv, wise-hearted, is that one's mind and heart ought to be in sync. Our minds should bring wisdom to our hearts, and in return, our hearts should bring wisdom to our minds. All as we use our full selves to do what is commanded of us in the world. But what does that have to do with the mishkan, with the tabernacle? We're just asking people to donate their time, resources, and labor, which doesn't necessarily involve being a person of exceptional internal character. The point, though, is that what we give in the world needs to be given through the prism of compassion. Perhaps it's not only our talents that make us wise-hearted, but the kavana, the intention with which we use them. This is exceptionally relevant at this point in the Jewish narrative. The story, the Israelites are being trained as ex-slaves. This is the first time we have the autonomy to be givers, and we are being trained to give with this level of sophistication and nuance, with skill from both the head and the heart. 
What's interesting about that phrase, wise-hearted, is that wisdom and the, and the heart are often thought of as being intention. Wisdom is associated with the brain and heart is considered to be the source of unhelpful emotion, an obstacle for the brain to overcome. We're often told to make sure we're thinking with our head instead of our heart. There's the common trope, facts don't care about your feelings, which when we strip away the rhetoric is just an accusation that someone's heart is too intertwined with their thinking as if they have to choose one or the other. Here, the Torah gives us an opposite way of thinking, saying our brains should inform our hearts and our hearts should inform our brains. We need our full God-given human capacities to be contributing to the work of our meaningful lives. While that might sound really exhausting, giving all of both our head and our heart, it's actually more efficient. It's precisely having multiple capacities, a synergy of our faculties that prevents burnout and fatigue. Rabbi Dr. Mark Gobin in his new book, Compassionate Reasoning, argues that while empathy is imperative, it can lead to imbalance and burnout. In his view, compassionate reasoning is the trait needed that embodies both the heart and the mind. He writes, here is the key linkage of compassion and reasoning. The more compassionate you are as a person, the more you are energized to use logic in reasoning, the whole of your mind and capacities in order to care for others in the best way possible. Over-reliance on empathy can be paralyzing to those who are deeply compassionate. It's an emotional overload if you feel too much. The other way around, brilliant people can do horrific things without empathy. We need to combine high level reasoning with deeply emotional compassion. The Jewish tradition is fully aware of this need to nurture both wisdom and the heart. There are kinds of Torah study that focus heavily on logic and there are wisdom traditions that apply such learning directly to the spiritual emotional life. The goal then of much of Jewish practice, whether it's influenced by Hasidic thought, the Musar movement or something else, is to harness the power of habit to behaviorally condition the self by unifying the heart and the mind. This concept perhaps is best expressed in the Shema, our source for the tradition of tefillin being bound to our hearts through the arm and to our heads between our eyes. It says in Devarim chapter six, Deuteronomy six, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words which I command you this day shall be upon your heart and you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand and they shall be frontlets between your eyes. That is to say on your head. So much of our work to try to improve the world is often devoid of both the head and the heart. There's urgency to act, but not enough space given to either the processing of emotions 
or to the intellectual analysis of the problems at hand. For that reason, activist programs need a deep commitment to learning, to the cultivation of emotional intelligence, and to bringing it all together through leadership development. At a glance, that seems like a lot to ask for, but the contributions of the wise-hearted proved beyond sufficient for the Jews in this week's Parsha. Shemot 36, Exodus chapter 36 says, the people are bringing more than is needed for the tasks entailed in the work that God has commanded to be done. Their efforts had been more than enough for all the tasks. The concept of chacham leiv, or being wise-hearted, therefore shows us that by using all one's innate abilities and by working in tandem with other wise-hearted individuals, we can greatly increase our potential to fulfill our mission. Shabbat Shalom.